0: We're joined today by Illinois State Senator and Republican candidate for Governor, Mr. Darren Bailey. Uh, Candidate Bailey, Senator Bailey, thank you for your time.
1: Well, thank you for yours, and it's always a a pleasure to to talk to you, so thank you.
0: Well, give us an update on the campaign, where you've been uh, recently, and uh, where you're headed in the days to come.
1: Well, I, I think people have to find some pleasure and joy with watching our campaign. It's been that way since the beginning. Because it almost looks like we're everywhere at once, and I can tell you that it feels like that too, but we love it. And I can't wait to serve Illinois as, as governor because uh, we're going to be representing the entire state, and we will be all over. But as everyone uh, I'm sure well knows, that we are spending the bulk of our time uh, in Chicago and the surrounding counties. A lot of people don't realize that you know one-third of the voters live in the city of Chicago. One third of the voters live in the rest of Cook County and the surrounding counties. And then the final third of the voters live in the rest of the state. So um, we have, you know, life's a little different. It's a little busier. It's harder to reach people uh, in the Chicago and, and Cook County and the collar areas. So we have to spend a lot of time there. And, and uh, the, the momentum is actually amazing. People are, uh, people are coming out to talk. When we're walking down the streets of Chicago, people are coming up to us to shake our hand to get pictures. It's really the same momentum and almost the same feeling that we had, you know, in the primary. People know what's going on people understand what's at risk and and our our movement is really to make sure that they show up to vote and make sure that their voices are heard because if people show up to vote if we make sure that those who are not registered to vote get registered they they get educated on the issues and they show up to vote we're going to win by what we believe is a a wide margin but uh pritzker is failing to talk about the issues we're keeping the issues front and center because it is indeed crime Taxes
0: and schools that has uh, the people in Illinois on edge. You talk about crime, and I noticed a story recently where State Representative LaShawn Ford' his garage caught on fire because somebody had stolen a vehicle and then set that vehicle on fire in the alley behind his garage. You have to wonder at what point, uh, as crime impacts legislators that even supported the Safety Act, that there might not be some buyer's remorse on that legislation.
1: Yeah, and let's not forget that uh, last summer, again after the Safety Act and the no cash bail was passed, and even after no cash bail was introduced and adopted in the city of Chicago, uh, that uh, you know Senator Lightford, the Democrat uh, leader in the Senate, uh, you know her car was carjacked, and her husband was even concealed carry. So, uh, so it is a problem, (laughs) and these and these people are beginning to realize that. But uh, one has to, it's it's kind of comical because it's it's too little, too late because as they realize this in an election year and with with election looming uh less than uh, two months now uh they've got some pretty serious problems on their hands you know i was uh, as a governor candidate I've been endorsed by the FOP, the, uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, all across the state. That is the first time in Illinois history that uh, the police have come together and endorsed a governor candidate in the general. Uh, that speaks volumes. So that is why Pritzker is start, is trying to use you know this radical uh, agenda to, to paint myself out to be because he can't talk on the topics of, of his failure of the state. Because it's, it's you know, it's people like LaShawn Ford and the Democrats and Governor Pritzker, they would have to change their entire talking points. And basically their messaging would be, well, wow, Darren Bailey and the Republicans were right. We really messed up. <laughs> and they're not going to do that. So uh, they've got to we're, – we're going to see and hear a lot of nonsense on the TV and and on the radio and, and, in, and in print coming through our mailboxes because of that. And at the end of the day, people in Illinois are smarter than that because – they truly are. You get up in these high populated areas, and we're experiencing here, our counties are short-staffed on law enforcement, our cities are short-staffed on law enforcement, 1,700 vacancies in Chicago Police Department, and uh, and many uh, like that in, in, in the state police. It's it's a disaster, and if, if you want to destroy a constitutional republic, you remove law and order, and that has been Governor Pritzker's uh, day one agenda.
0: Darren Bailey with us today. Another issue that You know, here in the United States, even overseas, are energy prices and rising energy prices. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into your bill when you get it in the mail from the utility company, but a part of it is political and and the agenda that's been set forth here in Illinois. I'm sure you're hearing a lot of people ask you about that.
1: Yes. And the strong message I have across the state, and I'm going to tell you that it resonates well, is do not give up on coal and natural gas. Uh, many people have read in the headlines the last few days that Governor Pritzker absolutely lied about the eminent domain clause. When he and I were speaking at a, uh, a an agricultural symposium made up of uh, farm bureau leaders across the state, and and uh, I told them that if I had one reason and one reason only to vote against the uh, energy bill, it was because of that eminent domain was was enacted. And and he said that was an all-out lie that eminent domain wasn't a part of that and and so he's been exposed because of that but here's the deal um Because of this energy bill, you know, MISO, they've they've regulated and pushed out some of our energy needs to other states, and that left us shorthanded. Now, thank goodness we haven't had the high temperatures that uh, uh, if we would have had the weeks on, weeks of 100 degree plus uh, uh, weather, uh, I have no doubt that we would have experienced brownouts and potential blackouts. I mean, Ameren even sent letters out letting people know that. So prior to the energy bill, we imported, uh, we, we imported. Imported 15% of our energy needs, and um, and unfortunately we're importing more than that now. That's why your energy rates have went up, and uh, we set on some uh, thin ice on on our actual energy needs so you can imagine not only the homeowners whose rates have almost doubled but the businesses out there and any future business and manufacturing that might consider coming to illinois are going to come here when their energy needs can't be met so i think this next year and especially under my administration i'm going to raise uh, raise the awareness up on on the value of Of uh, coal and and natural gas and how we need to uh, you know we need to depend on that until the technology is is more readily available and useful uh, with solar and wind.
0: Not to mention the fact that the nuclear power that supports the northern end of Illinois that's not something that the Democrats want to talk about very often but it's pretty easy to um, you know criticize the MISO grid or Ameren or whoever Whenever they've got more than enough power generation, not through green energy, but in my opinion, nuclear energy is green energy, but through nuclear.
1: I know, and it's a very reliable source, and and that's what they did. They painted this, they painted this false picture and this false narrative that if we didn't get this energy bill, the way wanted that there would be lots of layoffs uh, with uh, that nuclear would be on the chopping block. Well, nuclear is on the chopping block and, and you're exactly right. It's a very reliable source. They don't have the uh, impending uh, dangers that we do in the southern part of the state. but uh, but interestingly enough, uh, you know they also they also feed out to a lot of that energy, some of that energy. Uh, you know, as well outside the state. So so you are correct. It is a very reliable source, and we've got to protect that as well. So uh, essentially we've just, uh, Governor Pritzker and his radical agenda uh, has has, and has, been exposed. His card's been dealt, and we see that this man does not have the best interest of in the future of Illinois at, at hand. And, and what better way to, uh, you know, to stifle us economically with our energy needs? And that's exactly what he's done.
0: We read in the news that uh, you received a large uh, donation recently to your campaign from uh, Richard Uline. Of course, you must be uh, pleased to continue to receive support from, uh, you know, smaller individual donors and people like Mr. Uline as well.
1: So it's interesting, our small donors, uh, there's there's uh a. I mean it's amazing we've got uh, well over twenty five I think pushing thirty thousand individual donors of just five dollars ten dollars you know a hundred dollars $1, a thousand dollars that we receive in the mail every day and I say, God bless you, that's the grassroots movement. But uh, ultimately, we've got uh, the bigger donors we look at as well. Mr. Uline is one of the uh, largest donors uh, for, uh, for the cause of freedom in the United States. So I'm honored uh, to have uh, his continued support, an, an amazing family. And, uh, and uh, I'm sure they're all, uh, you know, that's, he got involved in my campaign, uh, my primary, about the same kind of time frame out with a, with a million-dollar donation. So we look forward to working with him and, and getting on the air and, and in the mailboxes and getting our message out.
0: Uh, where can people find out more about you online?
1: Bailey for Illinois.com, B-A-I-L-E-Y-F-O-R, Illinois.com. Uh, you can donate on there. You can join our, our grassroots movement and volunteer every. Day, there's thousands of people knocking on doors, making phone calls, staffing booths at uh, at fairs and events, and uh, showing up at parades. In the weekend, we're having a, a fundraiser tonight at uh, down south of uh, Carmine, New Haven, and I think that I think it's sold out. We, but you can get on get on our webpage and sign up for our emails and our text messages and stay up to date with the movement because it's uh, it's it's an amazing movement that is going to change Illinois and I believe have a lasting impact on this nation uh, when we win Illinois and not only that but when we actually go to work and get
0: something done. State Senator Darren Bailey candidate for governor on the Republican ticket this November we appreciate your time very much uh, anything else you want to mention before we let you go
1: Well, just uh, stay in touch with our campaign. Pay attention to the the, the news cycles. Uh, We've had some amazing meetings in the last few weeks with a lot of uh, uh, correctional workers. And, uh, you know, I I think the point of me protecting their pension is is past. I think everybody understands that. Now we've got to figure out uh, why Governor Pritzker wants to empty our our correctional facilities. We've got to figure out how to make sure that uh, these people who are committing crimes pay a price and that they uh, change their behaviors. And unfortunately, Governor Pritzker that he's determined to uh, let them out on the streets where they're just uh, continuing uh, their rash behavior. So I know Southern Illinois is uh, heavily dependent on our correction system, and, and I look forward to uh, rebuilding that and making that uh, making it function properly and working with the fine people that are working corrections. So thank you so much for asking that.
0: Senator Dalen ba- uh, Darren Bailey, take care. We'll catch up with you again soon.
1: God bless you. Have a good week.